Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Ozzy. In this episode, we will be reviewing 47 Meters Down and Transformers The Last Night. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Ozzy, how you doing, man? Uh, I am really not that great because my wrist kind of hurt my wrist. So right. I'm wearing a kind of a brand kind of a, I don't even know what it's called. A wrap or something? On yeah, it? a wrap. It's called a wrap. Um, it's probably what it's even called. Whatever. <laughs> but um, yeah, other than that, I'm I'm pretty pretty okay. Pretty okay, you know. You yeah. know, just wasted my time watching both these movies, but you know, other than that, you know. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's, it, it wasn't the best. It's, I mean, 47 Meters Down is a movie from this past weekend, and then Transformers is actually coming out this coming weekend, but we actually are able to see it on Tuesday. Just... Yeah. I mean, I, it's, I mean, I know the, the posters and the trailers probably all say, like, Friday, but, I mean, come on, they released last night, basically. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know why they did that, I, Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's just, I, it's like, when are, when are we, I, I have a feeling we're going to get to a point where movies, like, coming out on the weekends isn't even going to be a thing anymore. Like, are we getting to that point? Are we, are we going in that direction, do you think? No, I think I think they're just gonna start. I mean, I think it's gonna be the trend to just start earlier, like just Thursdays, though. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, but yeah, we'll definitely. I I'm, I don't know. I don't know what the word is for if I'm like excited or um, dreading talking about these movies. I don't. It's somewhere in between. It's somewhere in between. Um, we do have a lot of movie news and, and stuff like that to talk about, but we can talk about that after the actual. Um, recording or at the, after the actual bulk of the episode, because I do actually kind of just want to power through these movies, <laughs> um, and definitely get to Transformers because um, it's something. But let's start with forty-seven meters down, if you're ready for that, Ozzy. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, forty-seven meters down is a shark movie. If you have not seen the trailer, um, basically Mandy Moore and Claire Holt is that her name? Yeah. Um, they. Both their sisters and they go on a vacation and they both decide that they're going to um, get in this cage and go under the water and have these great white sharks swim around them. They're great whites, right? I think. Anyway, these sharks, these dangerous sharks, I'm assuming they're great whites, um, swim around them and they're going to look at them and things like that. Obviously, things go wrong. The cage plummets to 47 meters under the water. Um and yeah, it's just becomes kind of a shark movie that you'd expect. Um, overall thoughts. I, this movie is, it has great moments. I will say that. I think you might disagree with me, but I think this movie has great moments and a lot of cool ideas, but ultimately it's wasted in a horrendous script and some very weak moments in direction. I think overall it's just, it's the way I would describe this movie is wasted potential. That's how I would describe this movie. What about you? What are your overall thoughts? 
I actually agree with you. I do think there are some really great moments that build up to be really tense scenes that have us on the edge of the seat. Um, because I do like it. the premise is actually really interesting if you think about it. So they did have a pretty cool idea. Question is, is it to the best execution? Is there enough build up to that point where we wanted to see, where, where we've seen the trailers? The build up is horrible, but let's not start with negatives today. <laughs> going to start with positives as a usual trend. Maybe we'll do an episode where we start off with negatives. I don't know. But today we'll start off with positives. Carlos, what do you got? Um, Positives. I Like I said, great moments. And specifically, as we start the movie, and even a little bit as we get into it, um, the there are great moments of just kind of, te- like, just like you said, tension. Like, they do a great job of of what of doing what jaws did right and i know every movie every shark movie gets compared to jaws i'm sorry but i mean jaws is one of the best movies of all time and it happens to be a shark movie it's gonna happen um but anyway one of the thing that jaws does extremely well and was an accident that it does well is you don't see the shark a lot and this movie especially early on they withhold the shark from you. As soon as they get down down there on the cage, like, there is a long period of time where they do not show the sharks. And they have to, like, get out and, of the cage and do things, and they have to try to figure out how they're going to get out of there. And all these different things. And they just, they don't show the shark. So you're constantly on the edge of your seat, like, where's the shark? Where is it? Because you don't see it. You don't know where it is. And they don't know where it is. And it's just, it gives you the sensation of, Oh my gosh, where is it? Where And it's just nervousness. And that's what this movie... That's when this movie is at its best. It's when they aren't showing the shark, necessarily. And it's... They're relying on the fact that you know there's sharks in the water. But you're, they're not necessarily throwing it in your face and giving you all these CGI sharks that you see in the trailers that made me think this movie was going to be absolutely garbage. Um, so that's, in my opinion, when the movie is at its best, and that is definitely my biggest positive, is the moments, especially early on, when they first get in the water, or when they first plummet down to the, to the bottom, and even a little bit later as we move along, there are still moments when they're, they, you can tell they're restraining themselves, they're holding back the shark, the sharks, because they know that that's when it's most effective. Obviously, there are times when... They couldn't help themselves, and they're like, here, look at all these CGI sharks. Isn't that scary? But when they don't is when it's really successful. Agreed. Agreed. What, what are some of your positives? Um, I like the tense moments in the in the film. I do think that, like I said previously, I do think that they build up tense moments in the film really, really well. Especially, like, when they fell 47 mm-hmm. meters down. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> Ding. Um... I, I did like that scene where where they were like all screaming and everybody was getting nervous. I did like that particular scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I did. I did like um, seeing them trying to work together. Mm-hmm. It did really make the scenes really feel claustrophobic when it came to the oxygen yes. consumption um, that they had to do. So it, they really had to hold themselves back. I mean, that's what I give. That's where I'll give the actors props when it comes to things because it's like you have to act nervous, but you have to be calm at the same time. Because if you're not, then you're gonna consume all your air. Mm-hmm. So I think that was pretty interesting seeing them kind of maneuver through all that stuff. Yeah. Um. And I. Okay. This is where I think that you can completely say, "Oh, you just it's because you love her," and it's probably true. 
I think Mandy Moore is fine in this movie. Um, she's not. I'm not gonna say that she's like atrocious or she's like amazing or anything. She's not. It's a. It's just a fine performance, and she's doing the best with a crap script, which this is a crap script, which we will get to. Um, and we'll get to that with our other movie as well. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I thought she was overall fine. And this you could totally tell. And this is definitely a movie that she signed on to before she did This Is Us. And before it's like revitalized her career. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, we shot this like a year ago. And I think she even posted something on like Twitter or something. Where she's like, hey, go see this movie. We shot it like a year ago. And she's like reminding people that she shot this like a year ago before she was like, doing her thing again <laughs> um yeah it's I, I think she's fine in the movie and then I, the last thing i will say and this also goes into the kind of wasted potential aspect of it so unless you have anything other any other major positives you want to talk about nope. it can transition us um i think they had a great idea for the finale but they completely squandered it and it it's it's just it's i'm stuck because i like what they were trying to do for the finale you know what i'm saying yeah but they and this will lead us into our negatives they telegraph it the entire way they basically point and say look this is what's going to happen like about 10 minutes before the actual ending happens like look this is what's going to happen this is what's going to happen and then it happens and you're just like well you told me it was going to happen figure out a better way to put in some exposition and get me to understand that that can happen other than blatantly basically telling me this is how the movie is going to end yeah man i mean my gosh um <laughs> and this goes back and that goes back to the script as well the script is a disaster the for script is atrocious in this film yes. and damn man the, the build-up to them even getting there is absolutely ridiculous if i was getting these hints like if i was getting really pushed to the to the point where like someone kept telling me like oh but like what would this person say like if oh. you did that like i'd be like I don't know. I don't care. Like, I'm not going to yeah. do that. And then the fact that they went to some shady place. <sighs> People are stupid. Okay. That's one thing that I don't like in this movie. The main characters are stupid and they're Mandy Moore's character is a pushover. Yeah. I mean, the I'm biggest not... pushed over of 2017. And don't get me wrong. <laughs> she is. Not, I'm not defending her character whatsoever. I just thought her performance. She did the best with what she was given. Claire Holt. That's a different story. I don't think she was very good at all. <laughs> Claire Holt, I think she did good in the intense scenes, but they completely changed their character because yeah. she was this blondie who was just wanting to do everything because I don't even know, but she was this person that just wanted to do everything and have fun because mm-hmm. she was so in her 20s. <laughs> she, was yeah. like, she was like, oh my gosh, Lisa, let's go. Come on. Like, hello. It's not even that bad. Come on, Lisa, I need you to go. It was just stupid. Um, I think I think she completely turned into somebody else as soon as she hit the floor. Mm-hmm. She was like, okay, don't breathe a lot, okay? I need you to conserve your energy, okay? I'm going to go out there and I'm going to try to find, like, what? <laughs> doesn't make any sense, but okay. Um, so I, I think she did okay. Matthew Modine, who is in Stranger Things, he's the villain, I'd say. I think he was okay. He was a, he's more of a cameo character, so. It was basically those two actresses, and then the rest of the movie, there's just a couple actors who comes in and out, but. 
Yeah. It's not, they're not, it's basically relying on those two performances. And I guess another positive we could say, they have decent enough chemistry, I guess. I mean, you could kind of feel, I mean, we're really stretching here with that. But oh, uh, I forgot to mention, this is like another music video of 2017. Yes. Um, that's, that's what I, when we're talking about the best parts of this movie and the worst parts, the worst parts of this movie is the setup clearly. And it just, it, I was like, what is this? The shallows again? Like we remember the shallows was definitely like that where the setup to the movie was just like, are we watching like some freaking thing on MTV right now? And then it, it turns into an okay movie by the end for the shallows. But in this case, the shallows was a lot better than this movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot better than this movie, I gotta tell you. Um, Blake Lively killed it last year. Yeah, um, this movie? Hells no. Nah. But yeah, there, it's just, it's such a bad script. It, it really is. And it's, the dialogue is super bad. The kind of, the, the exposition throughout the movie, the different ways that they try to like hear, this is what the audience needs to know. And it's just, they just, dump it on you at random times you're like what this doesn't feel natural whatsoever whatsoever and i will also comment on you said the characters are dumb you're you're absolutely right i mean these are irredeemably stupid characters and that's really frustrating to watch in movies because it's just like they're stupid just for the sake of moving the plot forward and it's annoying I don't, I don't know what else to say. Um, do you have anything else? Oh, there's a scene in the movie. Again, music video scene. That's not a Spanish people dance. It's really pissed me off. <laughs> oh okay. I really, I told you I was going to put it in there. Yeah. You guys are like fist pumping. Since when do Latinos fist pump? Unless they were born here. <laughs> look, I'm not saying they wouldn't. I'm just saying, all right, look, y'all are in Mexico. It's not an EDM thing in Mexico. Like 90 percent of the time it's a latin club <laughs> okay show a little culture in your film okay this doesn't have to be a edm stop um but yeah man that's my negative it's my last thing um yeah that's basically all i got um uh, i don't know do you want to rate this movie i'm gonna go ahead and give this movie a freaking four yeah i'm at a 4.2 i I think what keeps it that high is the fact that there are great moments. Like I said, I really love that first couple minutes, the first like five, ten minutes that they're in, that they're plunged down there in the water because it, they don't show the shark and it feels actual ten, actually tense. And I was like, man, this is pretty good. And then they just kind of devolve into this CGI shark thing. And it just doesn't work from there on out, and the characters continue to make stupid decisions, and the script gets worse and worse, and it's just, it's disappointing. Um, because wasted potential. That's what I would say. Um, and, for the record, our big fan, Chucky, who wanted to be on this episode, but it just didn't work out logistics-wise. Um, or logistically, I guess, I don't know. But he sent in his rating as well via text. It's a 2.3. That's what he gave it. That is literally the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> what? It doesn't uh, make any sense in America because a movie, uh, I wouldn't disagree with that rating. <laughs> All right. Well, let's... I might change it down to like a two point what? two two. I mean, I don't know. You gotta think about it. You gotta okay. think about it. <laughs> um, let's move on. And we're going to move on to um, my probably least anticipated movie of the year. Is that, I think that's probably 
about right. Transformers, The Last Night. All right, so Transformers, The Last Night. Um, what do I have to say about this? It is, if you know my thoughts on Transformers Age of Extinction, um, I think it is one of the worst movies of the past 10 years. Um, and this one is worse. Yeah. That's my yeah. thoughts. Yeah. I don't know. Um, we'll get into exactly why, but this one is worse. And I didn't even think it was possible. Um, actually, that's what I tweeted right after the movie is. I didn't think it was possible, but it's worse. Um, and it is. It is truly just not good. It, it really is. Um, as usual, technically, it's solid. But other than that, throw everything else out the window because this movie sucks. Um, Ozzy, what about you? What are your overall thoughts? We need to really stop making these movies. We need to petition. We're going to continue this. Yeah. Hashtag or hashtag on Twitter. Fire Michael Bay. And then we need to sign a petition saying fire Michael Bay. That's that's what we need at this point. Uh, it is really, really freaking bad. <laughs> okay, it is so bad. I wanted to fall asleep. I I did multiple times. I was like, oh man, I could just take a nap right now. I really wanted to fall asleep. You know what? I can give Michael Bay credit for at least in the fourth one. The fourth one was it was still action packed. This one, no. It felt like a damn drag. Um, okay. One thing I will say before we actually get into the bulk of the review. If you... Alright, let me let me think about it this way. Or let me talk, talk about it this way. Um, for Age of Extinction, their big selling point in their marketing was the Dinobots, right? That was the big selling point for their marketing. And for this movie, the big selling point of their marketing was... Optimus Prime turned bad. He's gone against the Transformers. Or the Autobots, right? Yeah, for like five... Yeah, that's what I want to say. If you were... If you were completely okay with, or even liked, the amount of screen time, or the amount of time that the Dinobots were on the screen screen in the last movie, then you will love, or be completely okay with, the amount of time that Optimus Prime is bad in this movie. That's what I'll say about that. Other than that, nope. Um, because it's literally he's bad for five minutes. And I, I get, is that a spoiler? I don't know if it's a spoiler, but it's just, it's, it's, what, why are we selling the movie like that? What are we doing? Uh, I don't know. Uh, anyway, let's get into positives. Um, Ozzy, what do you got? There were some cool things in there. The CGI was okay for the most part. Done. Um, yeah, I, as always, I'm Michael Bay, if there's anything that Michael Bay excels at, it is merging CGI and practical type things. Um, he does it very well, and that's the one thing that nobody can really knock him on. He does CGI and visuals very, very well. Um, now, he did have some issues with the way the Transformers transformed in the last one, but that's neither here nor there. We're talking about this one, and it wasn't an issue in this one. I think he is, 
that's his. That's what he's good at. It is the CGI. It is merging those kind of things. Um, um I liked also liked Mark Mark Wahlberg for the most part. Sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, I mean, actually, he doesn't have anything to deal work with. But I mean, I mean, he, he tried, it. and I mean, at least his character did something. Yes. Um. Other than that, I'm trying to think here. There. There were some cool enough action scenes with the Transformers. Um, the problem is there's not enough of it, but when they do have action scenes, they're not stupid for the most part. Now, there's a little bit too much slow-mo. A little bit too much slow-mo. Well, there's but, a lot of slow-mo. Other than that, um, the action scenes are pretty cool in this movie uh, when it comes to Transformers v. Transformers. Um, uh, there's two other small things. Uh... Now, I know that these are issues that I think are going to be hard for some people to separate the script from the actor. And this is where I'm going to have to... And I think you might disagree with me. I think that little girl is pretty talented. She had moments of good, of really good acting. But she had given a crap script, and she has absolutely nothing to work with. And she's delivering horrible lines. But... I did actually, when she was, like, getting emotional and things like that, I was like, you know what? This girl is pretty good. She's doing the best with what she's got. I think you disagree with me, and you can get to that negatives if you want. Now, the thing that I definitely think you're going to get disagree with me on, and this, this just might be me, and maybe I'm the only one who actually was like, you know what? He has a horrible, again, horrible script, but at least he's having fun, and I can tell he's having fun. Anthony Hopkins was having a lot of fun. Oh, this my movie. gosh, Carlos. You're really giving this movie too much props, man. No, no, no. All right, hold on. I'm Anthony Hopkins, I couldn't, for, a lo, for the majority of the movie, I was like, what is Anthony Hopkins doing, number one, in this movie? And number two, what is he doing with his performance? And then I, I got to a point in the movie when it was just so stupid, when I was just like, you know what? He's just here, and he's like, I'm getting paid, and I'm going to have fun with this role. And he was just going, it's it's really out there. It's really crazy. His performance is really crazy. And I could tell that he was having fun at shooting it, so I was just like, you know what? Whatever. Um, now, again, I'm not saying that he, he was given any lines. And again, I need we need to separate characters from actors. Character, His character is atrocious. And it doesn't make any sense why he's in there. There's a lot of characters that it doesn't make sense why they're in this movie. But his performance-wise, it's insane. And I was just like, he's looking like he's having fun. And him having fun is probably more fun. Than, he's having, probably having more fun than I am watching this movie. So there, there's that. That's all I'll say about that. I'm not saying it's like Oscar-worthy or anything. Don't get me wrong. And I'm not saying the girl is either. I'm just saying she was give, doing the best with what she was given. And Anthony Hopkins was having fun. I don't think these are like out there statements. But we can move on to negatives because I don't think you have anything else. Unless you do. <laughs> Isabella Monaire, who plays Isabella with the Z. Just so you guys know, okay. Her name is her real name is actually spelled with an S. What was her freaking point in the movie? The movie would have been the same thing. Again, would have been the same again, exact thing I'm if she was I'm not praising her character. I'm praising her performance I'm to an extent. I'm giving trash to her character right now? Yeah. That was the dumbest character ever. And then she decided, hey, I'm going to go on a plane where, like, the war is going to go down. Because <laughs> I don't know where else to go. Get your family. 
Yeah. Like, uh, she's so annoying. Look, this movie, there are so many different... The problem is, and this is a problem... It's incredible that this movie still has this problem with how shorter, how much shorter it actually is. It is short. This feels long. I know, but it's short in comparison to the rest of the movies, to the rest of the Transformers. I'm not saying it feels that way, but it is. And it's amazing that it still has the problems, especially the fourth one, where there's too many storylines. They tried to fit too much in here. And you can tell that there was a huge writer's room because that was a huge thing. They announced that they were going to have this huge writer room. Michael Bay wasn't going to direct all these different things. They're going to switch everything up. And then it boiled down to just the same person writing the script again. And then Michael Bay coming back and directing. And you could tell that there used to be this huge writer's room and they had all these ideas that were being thrown around there. And then one guy was like, all right, well, let's throw them all together. Because there are so many different storylines in this movie that just don't make sense, don't need to be there. And her storyline is definitely one. It goes away for a huge portion of the movie and then she shows back up and is completely useless and is just there to be there, like you were saying. Then there's this this whole NASA storyline, which literally nothing would have changed with from the movie if it wasn't there and i don't i don't mind that actor um what's that actor's name i'm gonna look him up because he was also freaking annoying tony hale is the most arguably one of the most annoying characters in the whole entire film and he doesn't even look remotely professional he's a guy wearing a t-shirt and a jacket and jeans going off on the guys in the military base because he's pissed like who are you to be talking to these people like this? And then you're telling them they're stupid, but you look stupid. I can't even. I, and again, I can't. Like, like he's talking to the leaders of the world, and yeah. he looks absolutely ridiculous. He is very arrogant. And then um, when, when, and, he, when he announces what he's found, and NASA's laughing at him, I'm just like, what? This is just like, what? This is so dumb. Why do they like this is a scientist? Like, and you work at NASA, but you're just gonna be like, oh, you're so stupid. What? And then he's just like, and then the guy's like such a douchebag about it too. Like, I have lunch in thirty minutes. I don't want to hear it. Like, then why are you here? <sighs> okay, and like, again, they don't seem like real people. Yeah, it's just the script is so. F- mm, I really want to curse, but I can't. Uh, it just feels so bad. Okay, this movie really pisses me off. It's such a bad movie. It mm-hmm. really is a bad movie. A lot um, of it doesn't make any sense. How many times does Megatron kind of die and come back? At this point, he's a Transformer Winchester that comes back to life. It's really bad. Um, it's so. I, this this is just such a bad film. It really is definitely going to be if we do a top 10 worst in the decade this is definitely going to be on there Jeez. <laughs> um, yeah like it, it is bad okay i don't think anybody performed well at all okay um, i really don't oh, I, I had a problem with yeah i really i just don't i mean maybe i hated their character so damn much that it, yeah. it distracted me from what they were trying to do but, I mean, these characters were all just so annoying. And everybody died by flying away. Because there was an explosion, and then they would fly away. Yeah. Like. Um, okay. To circle back a little bit to Tony Hale. And let me tell you something. Just one more thing. Yeah. One more thing. The movie opens up with a battle scene. From the medieval ages. How come Game of Thrones can shoot a better That's scene what I was thinking when I was that? watching it. Like. I was like, damn, Michael Bay. You Battle gotta, of the you Bastards puts this to Battle shame. Battle of the Bastards puts this whole entire sequence to shame. Winter is coming. I was like, 
damn. <laughs> like, <laughs> hello? I was like, are you joking me right yeah. now? Because, like, when they all classed, they were all just pushing each other. Just like, ugh, ugh. Like, it was really bad. I was yeah. like in a battle with bastards uh-huh. the whole time. Yeah, it's not the best. I, I won't, I can say it's, we've seen worse medieval fight scenes. So it's not like, like horrible, but it's not necessarily good. And Basic- pro- my problem I have with that, it, in that whole beginning section of the movie, you we're introduced to, um, King Arthur and all his different knights and all these different things. And we're also introduced to Merlin. Um, as soon, like, at first I was like, okay, this is interesting, sure, like, it doesn't make quite much, it doesn't make a lot of sense as to why the Transformers are anyhow, any way involved in this, but whatever. Um, and then Merlin speaks, and I'm just like, so we're in for this again. Um, it's just, it's, it's the... Just a perfect example. Merlin in this movie is a perfect example of the biggest problem in this movie. And the biggest problem, some would say in this series, but to me, it definitely stood out in this movie. And it's not what most people think. Because most people would say the biggest problem in this movie is that Michael Bay is not funny. In my opinion, that's not the biggest problem in the movie. The biggest problem in the movie is that Michael Bay is not funny and he thinks he is funny. He thinks he's so funny, but he's not. And it's evident so much throughout this movie. Uh, a lot of the jokes just, like, are like, what the f- What is going on? This is so dumb. The jokes don't land. Why is he even trying? He tries to make all these characters kind of silly and fun. It's like, no. Again. I thought uh, my jokes were bad. Yeah, Tony Hale is not a bad actor. Tony Hale is a talented man. He is very good. He is great in Veep. He is great in Arrested Development. And then he's just completely wasted in this movie uh, doing, like, Michael Bay lines. And and then you have on top of that John Turturro, who's, who has been in these movies and uh, is always wasted in these movies. It's just, again, like, why is his character doesn't need to be in this movie at all? His character is completely useless in here. There's so many different things, just horrible lines. There were multiple times when I thought, who wrote this movie, a 12-year-old? Who wrote this movie? It's just like, one of the biggest, I mean, yeah, one of the biggest problems in this movie is just the horrible script. It really is. Like, when we say a script is bad, uh, this goes much it goes so far beyond that it is worse than any other script <laughs> it's horrible <laughs> they're like it's just it, things that happen that don't make any sense storylines are there that are just there to be there and it just is nonsensical it really is and it's frustrating the editing in this movie is also very horrible very yeah. choppy the aspect radio ratio changed like crazy in this movie it's because it they was... shot so many different things in IMAX and it's just like, uh, like then shoot the whole thing <laughs> yeah I'm just like okay the different shot different shot different shot different shot like it was ridiculous the amount of times I can count it um, Jeremy Carmichael who played Jimmy definitely made it on my top 10 annoying characters list there are a lot of annoying characters in this movie that made it on a top 10 characters See, list I, um, I, I didn't find him super annoying i, I mean, found him super annoying every time he was running yeah. i mean you talked about or i'm gonna call him nick from um the mummy the yeah. recent mummy every time he was always screaming yeah. again always screaming and then 
he was trying to be funny by giving a death monologue, and he was just like, oh, I'm not, I'm not dead? Uh, that was one moment that I was like, okay, that one actually was not horrible. Like, But overall, I agree with you. It's just, it's not a, fu- it, it, he thinks he's funny, but he's not. The, that's Michael Bay I'm talking about, and it carries through the entire thing. Um, even, like, when they're, like, talking at the beginning, which, again, this, they set this up as, like, they're, like, auto, or Transformers are illegal now. But then they also have this random scene that, like, straight ripped out of, like, freaking um, Suicide Squad, where they introduce a lot of the, um, a lot of the Decepticons, and then they read off their rap sheets, and it's like, wait, if Transformers are illegal, then aren't they imprisoned because they're transformers so why do they have a rap sheet why, why do they have things that they did to be arrest, arrested if just being transformers is what got them arrested <laughs> and it just doesn't make any sense because and then they're they, going yeah. after they team up with the decepticons mind you the decepticons have tried to take over four times now yeah. Um, Let's try. So they're try just not like, to spoil it too much. Just in case there's people that do want to watch this movie. They're just like, okay, let's see with the Decepticons, who have tried to kill us four times now. And let's go after the Autobots. Yeah. Who have saved us four times. What? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> and they have a whole set... <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. It is really dumb. Um, I really hated this movie. I I really, I cannot, bro. It was just so bad. It doesn't make any sense. These people's logic are very dumb. Yeah. I hated the editing. And a lot of it was just really stupid with a lot of annoying characters. Yeah. Um... It's a lot of it feels like a setup for the Bumblebee spinoff that they're trying to do, um, but yeah, it's just this movie doesn't make sense. That's the biggest thing. It really doesn't. Michael Bay thinks he's funny. He's not. Um, and yeah, there's this like it's just r- stupid random things. Just like um, Transformers are illegal, except in Cuba. They're allowed to hang out in Cuba and just do whatever. That, what was that? Like, was yeah. that supposed to be funny? Why Cuba? What, it's just, <laughs> Why Cuba? Just a little thing like that. And there's other things throughout, and just horrible lines of like, um, just like you're the oh okay. So something dramatic is happening, and there's this transformer who's friends with Anthony Hopkins, and he's just like this super dramatic moment, and he's like, I've had a lot of masters, and you're by far. The coolest. What? <laughs> just like, and he's saying this and like, he's super proper. You can tell this Transformer's like really old. He's been here for a while. He's like, they're in England, right? He's like really proper. He's like, you're by far the coolest. <laughs> like, well, who, again, that, that was another moment. I was just like, who wrote this movie? Who wrote this movie? It's so horrible. It, oh. Laura Haddock is only here because um, Child Above didn't want to be in the movie. Um, it's it's not good. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Um, maybe and, maybe we'll do a spoiler review of this yeah, because it's really know. bad. At some point, maybe I, I just I don't have any motivation to do it. Um, 
Uh, last thing I will say is the biggest thing that people have always wanted from these movies is, um, is more Transformer stuff, like actual Transformers on screen doing cool things. And the, the problem is it's just not there. It, it, it's just not there throughout most of these movies. In this one, there's a lot less action in this movie. And it's because number one, we're filled with all this, all these other horrible convoluted storylines that don't need to be there but then also they actually do have some transformer interaction some transformer mythology in there the problem is all of these transformers are caricatures i didn't care about a single one of them other than uh, uh other than optimus and maybe bumblebee but the problem is bumblebee is just he, he has this random thing that, that that's going on throughout the movie and then Optimus, we've already discussed that, and look, let me say this. There's a Martha moment, basically, in this movie. Oh, yeah. There is a Martha moment in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) That's really sad that we're calling it that now. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) So, I don't know. It's just, it's a disaster. It's... Um, the really uh, one other disaster. positive that I do want to mention, the score. I actually think the score for this movie is pretty good. Um, but again, we're just kind of reaching for things at this point. I don't know. Um, do you have anything else or do you want to rate it? I did have one more thing, but right. I, mean, I kind of forgot what it was. I'm trying <laughs> to... Oh, um, you guys saw that the movie would make, you guys think that Michael Bay heard you loud and clear. We wanted Dinobots. We deserve Dinobots. We're going to get it for 10 minutes of the last one. We deserve Dinobots, right? You guys got it for 10 minutes. Last film? You got it for four minutes, this film. And not even doing Dinobot things. What was it, Grimlock? Yeah. He just rolled over. Literally just rolled over. Uh, he actually did some cool things. He I bet. legit just rolled over. No, he had, think- he had one action scene. I think he bit a car. No, too. he had an action scene. I'm telling you, he had an action scene. The only thing I remember from that action scene, Carlos, is him rolling over. <laughs> and then him, me seeing him roll over in slow motion. It's in the trailer. That's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Look, some of the action is... I will actually defend some of the action in this movie. It's actually pretty good. And that's like that's never been the problem with these movies. And if there's one thing that it improved on from the last one was the fact that there wasn't so much action that it got boring. The action, they actually used it sparingly, so it, when it happened, it was exciting. The problem is, now there wasn't enough of it. It's the opposite side of the coin. So, I don't know. Uh, let's rate this movie. What do you got? A negative eight. Okay, really? It's got? a negative eight. No. I, cannot, I cannot, I cannot, I cannot, I cannot say zero because it deserves worse than a zero, Carlos. I'm giving, I will say a zero for you. Whatever. It's, okay. It's a zero, <laughs> but it's a negative eight. eight. could have been better. Um... <laughs> I think that's a little dramatic because we there are things in this movie, there are redeeming qualities in this movie. Okay, fine. I'll give it a zero point one. Oh my gosh! Okay, that's what it's getting. Jeez. I'm not gonna give it anything else. I will give it a one point six. One point six. All right, it's getting like a zero point. Technically, it's not my worst movie of the year. Um, it's getting like a zero point one. Anyway, <laughs> I did not see this movie, but I kind of want to see it now after hearing this review oh because I can't believe some of the things you guys have described i want to see it for myself it's almost. a 0.1 enrique you love to nap so you might be spending oh, like 11 10 dollars on napping at this i mean point. regal's got those nice seats so <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's it's something 
Um, let's move on. And I do want to say, if you do hear a dog in the background, again, I will try to get rid of it. But my dog is being really annoying right now. That's all I'll say. <laughs> um, let's move on to just a little bit of movie news. There was actually a, quite a bit of drama yesterday when it came to movie news. Because we have Phil Lord and... Or is it Phil Lord? Or, I don't know. Lord and Miller. Lord and Miller, who are the two directors, or were the two directors of the Han Solo movie. Obviously, they directed um, the Lego movie and those and that kind of thing. There, that was the thing that kind of put them on the map, I would say. Um, but yeah, this they have left the Han Solo movie, and the Han Solo movie has been filming since January, and it's supposed to wrap in about three weeks, I believe. It's supposed to wrap soon, um, and then of course they'll have reshoots in later in the summer and things like that. But this is concerning. Um, I know you're not a big Star Wars fan, but even just as a movie fan, hearing a director dropping off a project with a couple weeks left of shooting is never a good thing, right? That's got to be concerning, even as a movie fan, right? Um, I mean, if I was a huge fan of the franchise, I'd say, I mean, you guys have a right, every right to be concerned with this franchise. I I'm mean, scared, they are dude. trying to... <laughs> Um, reinvent this franchise. They're trying to really make a. They're really trying to make a, a new, a new take, a new fresh take for the for the newer generations to come and stuff like that. So I mean, yeah, man. I mean, I'd definitely be scared if I were you guys. I mean, I mean, for me, again, I mean, I'm not. I mean, I enjoy the movies. I'm just not a huge fan. I think they're good movies. I'm just not a huge fan. Like, uh. A lot of the society is, but I mean, yeah, man. I mean, I mean, it sucks. It's never a good thing when, like I said, it's not a good thing when your directors drop out three weeks before wrapping. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do at this point. It, yeah, it'll be interesting to see who they announce will finish directing. Um, and the thing is, this it sucks almost, almost more. Not I won't say more, but it sucks almost as much for. The fact that this is something that we're going to be hearing about, especially if you're plugged into kind of Star Wars stuff and all this kind of, all these kind of things, this is something we're going to be hearing about until this movie comes out in 2018. This is something we're going to be like, oh, I don't know, Lord and Miller left. I don't, like, I'm, I'm just dreading hearing everyone complaining about this and worried about this all the time. It's like, okay, it happened. Let's just hope that the movie doesn't suck now. Like, let's not complain about this and say, oh, Disney's ruining everything. Lucasfilm is a corporate, okay. Look, we don't know the whole story, number one. Um, there's a lot of different reports. Some people are saying that Lucasfilm wouldn't let, wouldn't let them improvise on, on set. Like they wouldn't, the, Lord and Miller wanted to improvise, um, a lot of lines on set and things like that. And Lord and Miller, or, and Lucasfilm was like, no. Now, there's also some reports that Lord and Miller wanted to change the script. And Lucasfilm was like, uh, you can't be changing the script whenever you feel like it. Because the thing is, Lucasfilm is creating this very delicate and very intricate thing right now where everything is connected. If you change a little bit in the script, if it's the wrong little bit, it causes problems in continuity everywhere else. So that's where Lucasfilm is kind of stuck here. But at the same time, you gotta feel for Lord and Miller because they're just thinking, like, we want some creative freedom on our movie, and if they feel like they're not getting creative freedom, then I could totally understand why they'd be frustrated. But frustrated enough to leave? Or frustrated, or Lucasfilm got frustrated enough for them to fire them? Like, however it went down, this is a drastic step. That's why it freaks me out. And then on top of that, we still haven't seen Book of Henry yet. 
I'm going to see it. I'm hearing some very some people I know and trust Stuckman, who we both really like, really like the movie. A lot of people seem to hate this movie, and I've even heard seen people on Twitter saying like going as far as like it's one of the worst movies ever or things like that. If that's true, if we are more on that side of the spectrum, then I'm super worried about episode nine. So, look, you know my thoughts after coming out of Star Wars Celebration. I am super confident in episode eight. And after watching Brick now, and you know my feelings on Looper, I am so confident in episode eight. Like, there, I am, that movie is going to be amazing, and I have full trust in that. Beyond that, episode nine, the Han Solo movie, whatever other spinoff movie they're planning, I don't know. I don't know. Um,. Um, look, I have faith in Disney at this point to make the franchise a really good franchise. I mean, look, Episode 7 was good. Rogue One was good. Then we have the Avengers universe, which is really good. I mean, I'd say the only really major disappointments that Disney has had is some Pixar films. Um, and I mean, I mean, then I'm going to go, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say this because whatever. Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah. I mean, you have its disappointments there. So, I mean, overall, I think it has a lot more hits than misses. So, I mean, again, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm positive that, that they can, you know, that they can really succeed in this and, and they can overcome this. I yeah. mean, Star Wars is a very delicate franchise, very delicate. So I think that they know that and they're going to have to really figure something out because if they screw up something, there is going to be a riot. Yeah. And it's not going to be good for Disney. So they need to, you know, I like I said, I mean, I have faith that they'll definitely um, fix this and, and, and make the future films better or I something. I hope so. Um, the other big shockwave, and this kind of got drowned out by the um, Han Solo news, but it's pretty big news in and of itself. Daniel Day-Lewis says he is retiring after his next movie. And his next movie, I can't remember what it's called, but I think it's, like, about fashion or something like that. Like, he's, like, some fashion designer. I don't know. I think it's a Paul Thomas Anderson film, which um, I guess it's interesting that he decided that he was going to end with a Paul Thomas Anderson film, considering one of his more well-known roles is in There Will Be Blood, which is, of course, a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Um, I... Look, many people would consider Daniel Day-Lewis to be one of the best actors of all time. I wouldn't disagree with that. You know my feelings just... And this isn't even a lot of people's favorite movie, but I love this movie. And the big reason I love this movie is because of Daniel Day-Lewis' performance, Lincoln. You know my feelings on his performance as Lincoln. I think he is absolutely amazing in that movie. And I know that's like one of the few movies you've actually seen. You haven't seen a lot of Daniel Day-Lewis movies, have you? No. So... I've seen him in There Will Be Blood. I've seen him in Last of the Mohicans. Um, what's another one? There's one more. Uh, Gangs of New York. Uh, un- underrated, underappreciated Scorsese movie. I will say that. Um, so he's worked with a lot of the best directors of all time. You're talking Spielberg. You're talking Scorsese. You're talking Paul Thomas Anderson. The dude has worked with a lot of talented directors. And the dude has, I believe he's one of the few with three Academy Award wins. One of the few actors with three Academy Award wins, which, that's impressive. Um, it's... Uh, he is one of the best directors of all time. There are some people who would say the best. I don't know if I'd go that far. I haven't seen all of his filmography. I need to, but if he really is retiring, which, there's a lot of skepticism because he is so, like, oh, I'm gonna take five years off. Oh, I'm gonna... I'm, and he does movies so sparingly that it's like, well, maybe he's just gonna take an extended vacation. <laughs> uh, which is possible. But I think it is 
worth talking about because this is one of the best directors of all time saying he's done after this movie. I mean, I mean, I really don't have anything yeah. to really particularly say about it. Last thing I saw him in was Lincoln, and I didn't even finish that movie. Um, That's depressing. Too. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's just not my cup of tea. Really, it it really wasn't. It was um, a lot of talking in the film. I mean, I'm sure it was great dialogue, but still, I mean, it wasn't oh in, interesting to me at all. Sorry, you need to watch. <laughs> you need to go through this filmography because I mean, the dude transforms. Um, no, and then I think I think in Lincoln, from what I saw, I mean, he did a really great job. I, th- I like the 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 costuming in that in the movie. I like I like what they did with his makeup, and I did, I, he looked like Abraham Lincoln, and he even sounded like Abraham Lincoln. I don't even think we know what he sounds like, but if I had to guess, that's what he would sound like. <laughs> um, but I mean, he did a really good job from what I saw. I just, I mean, again, it's just not something that in, that's intriguing to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, fair enough. The Witch. It, I know happened? it's a great film, but is it something that I would watch again? Yeah. No, and I don't want this to turn into a Lincoln review. I'm just you haven't seen. Have you seen him in anything else that you know of? Maybe I don't know. Have you seen the movie Blood? No, because I know Jesse, who is um, a member of our team, he would probably say his best performance is the movie Blood. Maybe I I know he does like Lincoln as well. Um, he is in, like I'm not the I'm not personally the biggest fan of There Will Be Blood. But there's no denying his performance. I mean, he has one of the most famous movie lines of all time in that movie is, you drink my milkshake. <laughs> it's one of the most famous movie lines of all time. And it, there's a reason for that. He delivers it with such kind of... It's a silly line, but the you know what's behind it, what it means in the movie. And then the way he delivers it is... Look, he's one of the best... Movie, he's one of the best actors of all time. There's no denying it. And... If you have not watched a lot of movies on his filmography, I would highly encourage you to um, just kind of celebrate the man's work. It, it is truly incredible if you go back and look at the different things that he has been in and the different characters he has played. It is, it's incredible. Um, all right. Well, let's kind of wrap things up with uh, recommendations. Carlos, you go first. Um, I've been watching a lot recently, actually. Um... I'm trying to think here. I'm trying to decide. I look. I'm just gonna recommend a, cu- a couple things. <laughs> Jeez. Sorry, I've got a lot. Um, I just finished American Gods on Stars. Um, I would compare it to the first season of Preacher in the fact that it's a lot of setup. It's setting up this world. It's setting up the story. But I think it's better than Preacher in season one, which Preacher does start soon, which I'm excited about because I want to get into that story and I'm looking forward to it. Um, but American Gods is it's so weird and it's so crazy but the story is just so freaking cool and fascinating that I was just like I am in and that's why I think it's better because it, the the story elements that they do introduce were intriguing to me and now it's definitely really weird and stylized so it's not for everybody and it's very graphic so if you can't handle any of those kind of things don't watch it but I'm just um, I will recommend that um, Better Call Saul we're going to have Miles on soon. I need to talk to you about that. That reminds me. Um, but we're going to have Miles on soon to talk about Better Call Saul Season 3 because that just finished. And um, good lord, if, you, if you're if you a fan of Breaking Bad and you don't watch this show, then I question your life choices. If you don't watch... Or if you like TV, <laughs> it's one of the best shows on TV. And if you're not watching it, you're missing out. That's what I will say. Um, 
So there's Better Call Saul. That just finished. So find that wherever. I'm sure it'll be on streaming soon. Um, and last thing that I will um, will talk about, and this is it's weird when we always, because I've promoted a few other podcasts. I've talked about S-Town. I've talked about Make It Take It because that's TV's podcast and things like that. And this is one I will talk about um, the Cinephiles podcast. It is one by John Roca and I can't remember the other guy's name. His last name is Morris, but John Roca, if you don't know who he is, he is a actor, a voiceover actor. He's been in a lot of kind of animated things like that. And he's a host on Collider and Schmoes and things like that. And all, and then his partner, can't remember his first name, but Morris, he, um, he is a director in Hollywood and he is a film professor at, uh, USC, I believe. Maybe not USC, but he's a film professor. And they do a thing where they go through and they will pick classic movies. Um, and once a week, they'll take that movie and analyze it and they'll go through how it was made, um, the production history behind it, the, the themes of the movie, the story of the movie, the writing of the movie, the direction of the movie, the cinema. They'll break down everything. It's normally about an hour to two hours and it is so good it is so fascinating i feel like i've been putting off listening to it i'm a, I'm a fan of john roca to an extent um and i've been putting off listening to it and i finally did and i regret putting it off so much now it is a great podcast check it out after you listen to the screenfellas podcast of course um <laughs> check it out i highly recommend it um it's so freaking good um I listened to their Goodfellas episode, of course, because, you know, Goodfellas, I listened to their Jaws episode, and I'm listening currently, well, not currently, but I'm in the process of listening to their Star Wars episode. They go through so many different movies. It's so good. Um, highly recommend it. And um, I will also recommend, and this is not really recommend, this is more of a kind of plug for us. The we- On the website, Brianna just posted a new article, I believe, about The Office. So you might want to go check that out because, and also check out our video on our YouTube channel, the Top 10 TV Comedy. So that'll plug that in a little bit as well. So check that out. Definitely, definitely. And I will recommend The Ranch. I just got done finishing uh, part three. Okay. Carlos, watch the show, man. It's pretty funny. It's sitcom. I watched like, um, the first two episodes and I was just not in, but I, I, I'll try it. I'll try it. It's, I mean, I like it. I mean, it's pretty funny. I, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe maybe it's not your your type of comedy. Maybe. I didn't think I didn't think I would like it, but I was like, this is actually kind of funny. I think Enrique likes it. Enrique, uh, did you watch Part Three? No, he said not yet. <laughs> He's in the process of watching Game of Thrones. He's a little preoccupied. I mean, I mean, look, I love the ranch, but I completely understand where he's coming from at this point. Um, yeah, I mean, I, um, I mean, I definitely like the. I think it's a great, it's a great sitcom. I think um, a lot of the lines are pretty funny. I think my favorite cam, uh, my favorite character is Sam Elliott, who plays who plays Bo. He has a movie that just came out, an indie movie. We want to. I kind of want to check that out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think he's. I think his comedic timing is just so funny. He's a great actor. Um. Just because of his his low voice and his yeah. character, I think he's just. It's it's really funny. But yeah, definitely check out the ranch. It's only um. It's only thirty episodes in total, and the episodes are probably ranging from twenty to thirty minutes long. So, yeah, check it out. All right. Um, you want to sign us out, Rossi? Yeah, man. Where can people find you on social media? Twitter and Instagram at Cherry456. And make sure you follow us all over our social media, all at Screenfellows, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, as I mentioned before, and the website, as I mentioned before. So check that out. Awesome. You guys can find me on Twitter at Castor Ozzy. And you guys can email me any movies, any TV shows that you guys want us to watch. Maybe we'll review them on the show. Maybe we'll watch them. Maybe we'll let you know what's up. Um... 
so yeah i think that i forgot if i said my email okay if in case i did i guess i didn't say my email it's ozzy.castro at screenfellows.com all right guys we hope you enjoyed the show please feel free to listen and subscribe on itunes google play or soundcloud please rate and review the podcast on itunes and google play also check us out on youtube this is screenfellows 